Hello, and welcome back to the Secrets of Happily Ever After podcast. I'm your host, Monica Tanner, and I'm absolutely obsessed with what are the secrets of living happily ever after as intimate friends. So if you're looking for those secrets, if you would love to live happily ever after with your spouse, and you want to know all of those little secrets to happiness and fulfillment and joy, then you're absolutely in the right place. Before we start today, I want to make sure that you're aware of our first ever in-person Valentine's Romantic Retreat that's going on in McCall, Idaho. It's a charming little town. You're absolutely going to love it. From February 8th, which is a Wednesday, to the 12th, 2023. And I have confirmed my guest speakers, Joshua and Ashley Latimer of Honor and Fire are in fact going to be here. You are not going to want to miss the things that they have to share about purple unicorns and wrecking balls. I guarantee it's going to be a blast. So we're going to be together for four days up in McCall, Idaho. It's going to be snowing. It's going to be super romantic. We're going to talk about communication, connection, and commitment. We're going to go skiing at Brundage. If you'd rather not ski, I will pay for couples massages for both of you. And we are going to have date night. We're going to just really have a great time. It's going to be the tail end of the winter carnival. So there'll be ice sculptures that you can check out all around this charming little town. So you do not want to miss out. Be the hero of Valentine's Day this year by signing up to join us in McCall, Idaho for the Valentine's Day retreat. You're just going to go to www.secretsofhappilyeverafter.com backslash day retreat to get all the details and to secure your spot. Now we don't have a ton of spots left, so make sure that you don't get left behind. Now let's get into our topic for today. I want to talk about this principle I teach called don't jump in the pool. So with the holidays upon us and the cooler temps, it's getting busier. There's a lot on your plate. There's a lot of stresses that like come from getting ready for the holidays. We're talking about family of origin. The days are getting shorter. It's getting colder. All of these things mix together for the perfect formula for grumpier humans. And grumpier humans pose a challenge to our relationships. Now, let me paint a scene for you to kind of kick off this principle that I call don't jump in the pool. So this morning, I woke up a little bit late. I looked at the clock and realized that my oldest daughter needs to be at school in about 10 minutes. So I jump out of bed, I run upstairs and wake her up. And the first thing she says is, Mom, why didn't you wake me up? As if that's my responsibility, right? Now I'm going to be late for school and I can't be late again. Ugh, she's grumpy, right? 
I wake up my other daughter who has a little bit more time, but she is frustrated because I didn't go to the store like I was supposed to go. But last night was crazy. I went from activity to activity to activity. And then my husband disappeared for a little bit of time. He had to go put out a fire with one of his soccer players. And so I didn't get out to the store. So she's upset with me, right? And then my son is not feeling well. And so he's like moping around kind of like not sure if he wants to go to school or not. And, you know, I'm apologizing to my one daughter. I'm sorry I didn't get to the store. I will go today. I promise. Let's think of something else for your lunch. And I'm like, last night was crazy. I meant to go and I'm given all the excuses, right? And my husband's like, what did you do during the day? Which was absolutely the wrong thing to say, right? I was busy all day long. I had plans to do it in the evening. I wasn't blaming him for not being able to go, but I was using it as part of my excuse, right? So now I'm grumpy. I'm mad. Everybody's grumpy. It's still dark outside. It's freezing cold. Everybody's getting ready for school and in a horrible mood. And so here is my opportunity. I can either get grumpy right back and just start reacting to all the people in my life who are in a bad mood, or I can choose to stay kind of above that level and just maintain calm and cool and collected. And I cannot, all of those people have whatever grumpiness they're going to have, and I can stay calm and cool and collected. So that's what I call jumping in the pool. In that scenario, my family was like flailing around in the pool, right? They're having intense emotions about things that have very little to actually do with me, right? One of them's grumpy because she didn't set her alarm and she's going to be late to school. One of them's grumpy because I didn't go to the store and she was hoping for some different outcomes for that day. My husband was grumpy because I'd said something that set him off. And then he said something that could have potentially really set me off, right? Everybody's a little grumpy, gotten up on the wrong side of the bed. And so the way I like to describe that is they're all flailing around in a pool, right? They're not drowning. They're just having intense emotions. They're kind of, I call it flailing in the shallow end of the pool. So if they take a moment and just put their feet down, they'll realize that nothing bad is actually happening. They're just having some emotions that won't really hurt them. Emotions are just vibrations in our body that happen in response to a stimulus. So here they all are. They're having emotions at any moment they can just put their feet down and realize that they're not in any type of danger. And when they're ready, they can just get out of the pool, right? Now I have a couple of options. I can jump in the pool with them and like flail around as well. I can start responding to all of them with frustration and grumpiness and all the things, or I can stand calmly on the outside of the pool. They pull out some towels and when they're ready to come out, boom, they'll have something to dry off with, right? So that's an example of not jumping in the pool, but the choice is mine. I can jump in, you know, they might even be like calling to me to jump in and maybe save them or something like that. So I can jump in and then we're all flailing around in the pool, or I can stand calmly by the side and wait for everybody to get out when they're ready. 
Now, another example of this happened a few years ago and my husband came home from work. He'd had a really hard day and he has this ritual or routine that he likes to jump on the computer and kind of check on all of the purchases or or whatever. It's kind of like something that he does if he gets home from work a little bit early. And he jumped on the computer and he realized that I went to Costco and I used the wrong card. How many of you guys can relate? Like I have all these credit cards right? And my husband's like, use this one for this and this one's for this and this one's for this, right? And I think I had gone into Costco and I left the right credit card that I was supposed to use in the car. And so I had this other credit card and it wasn't a very big purchase. And so I just used that one, but apparently that was his work card. And now he has to transfer the funds or move it over, do something. And so he comes out of his office and he's an spitting mad. Right. And I'm like doing the dishes, working on dinner. I'm like talking to a few of our kids in the kitchen and he comes out and he's like, did you go to Costco today? And I was like, Oh yeah, I did. And he's like, what card did you use? I'm like, Oh, I, I just used the gray one or whatever. And he's like, that's the wrong card. How many times have I told you to use the green card at Costco if your purchase is over this amount or whatever? Well, it wasn't that much over that amount. And I had completely forgotten that situation. It's not like he's told me a thousand times. It just was a little bit of a misunderstanding and I used the wrong card and I was perfectly willing to do whatever I needed to do to rectify the the situation. Do I need to jump online? Do I need to transfer the funds? Is there something I can do to help you? That in reality, it wasn't really about me. He was frustrated. He'd had a long day. That was something that kind of triggers him is when I, you know, using the wrong card and him having to fix that or whatever. So he came out guns blazing. Basically he's flailing around in the pool. Now I had two choices at that point. I could either jump in the pool with him. Don't talk to me like that. I'm having a great day. I made a mistake. It could happen to anyone. Like I could have just totally threw out all of that. Or I could say, oh my gosh, you know what? I think I did use the wrong card. Sorry about that. Right. And I could maintain my level of just cool and collection. And at some point, he's going to realize that he's flailing around in the shallow end, that his frustration doesn't have a ton to do with me anyways. And he'll just get out of the pool, which is exactly what happened. Now, if I had been defensive and shot back at him and been frustrated, then the fight would have escalated. It probably would have taken days for us to come down and calm down and and talk about it like reasonable adults. But when I apologized and was like, oh my gosh, you know what? I totally did use the wrong card. I apologize. How can I help like fix that scenario? He kind of glared at me, went back in the other room, realized that it was like the click of a couple buttons and he could fix it. And all was well, right? We didn't even have to talk about it because it wasn't that big of a deal. Now, I don't want to paint myself as like this perfect, like I never jumped in the pool. Of course I did. In fact, this morning I jumped in the pool big time, right? Took me a second to realize that like this isn't effective. So I jumped out of the pool. So I want you to recognize that 
now that it's holiday time and we are talking about big events, we're talking about families of origin, we're talking about travel plans and stressful situations and shorter days, like I said, there's going to be lots of opportunities for you to think about whether or not you're going to jump in the pool with somebody else who's having big emotions. And now that we've called it out, I want you to see it in your mind. When you see somebody in your family or a friend or somebody who's flailing around in the pool, I want you to recognize it. I want you to say to yourself, okay, they're flailing around the pool. They're not drowning. Nothing dangerous is happening. Like they're just suffering from a huge emotion. And at some point, if I don't react and jump in the pool with them, they're going to be just fine. They'll get out of the pool. Maybe they'll apologize. Maybe they won't, but they'll get over it. And I can either remain cool and collected, or I can exacerbate the situation by jumping in the pool with them. Now, either scenario is fine. There has been many times where I've jumped in the pool and been like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Right? I don't want to be cold and flailing around in the pool. And I just get out and I correct the situation. Or there's been times where I recognize it. I see it. I'm like, whoa, they're flailing in the pool. And I do not need to make matters worse by jumping in there with them. So I want you to have that visual. And I want you to think about when you see somebody having big emotions and you can recognize this is not totally about me. I'm just kind of here. It's easy to take things out on whoever's like in the area, right? I'm here. I'm an easy target, but I don't have to like jump in with them and the situation diffuses much faster. Now you're going to see this happen when you go home for Thanksgiving or for Christmas or whatever, but now, you know, now you have the tool and the tool is just to wait them out. Okay. At some point they're going to realize that they're in the shallow end. And if they just put their feet down, everything is fine. And then they're going to get cold or uncomfortable or be done and they're going to get out of the pool and you can be standing there with a towel, right? With the solution or just with a calm, collected demeanor. And they'll be like, okay, I completely, totally re- overreacted and was like super emotional for no reason. So that is my tool and tip for you today. Don't jump in the pool. I guarantee when you start modeling this behavior, this strategy, your people are going to start to notice and they're going to be like, wow, mom or dad or whoever you are to them is really chill. And me freaking out about things that are not that big of a deal isn't getting me anywhere. And you'll start to notice that those big emotional outbursts don't happen as often. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you found this tool helpful, be sure to share it with a friend, maybe somebody else who could be cool on the side of the pool with you during the busy holiday season while everybody else is flailing around. And remember, if you leave me a review on iTunes, it helps others to find these very helpful tools and tips for deepening intimacy and strengthening your relationship. I hope that you'll join us next week for another fantastic podcast episode, same time, same place. And until then, have courage, be kind, and stay on the brighter side. (music) 